You're listening to the Bitcoin and Markets podcast. Check out bitcoinandmarkets.com for more. Hey, what's up, AJ? You're the first one in here. I'm starting a little bit early, but uh, FOMC should be dropping here, I think, any minute. Update this. Oh, it's out. All right, I'm going to start live streaming on the other platform. Stand by. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of FedWatch. Today, we are going to be reading through the FOMC policy meeting or policy release that just came out. Uh, it is 2.01 p.m. on the 1st of February, so it just dropped. Let me go to their website and pull this up. We're going to go to the PDF statement. The committee decided to raise the target range for the federal funds to two and a half to two and three quarters percent. So correction, that was four and a half to four and three quarters percent. They decided to raise it 25 basis points. Uh, this is something that we have been talking about a lot. We're going to read through this statement in full here in a second. But we have been talking about this a lot because of, you know, the long term bonds, bond yields were not following with what the Fed wanted to do. So let's take a look at how the stock market is reacting. Oh my goodness. This is a one minute chart and you can see it's a pretty, pretty crazy reaction here so far leading up to the minute of, uh, it was going higher than it fell by a full half a percent, half a percent. And it is very rapidly recovering. So what does a 25 basis point hike mean? it means that they're slowing down. So they started with 25 back, I believe, March of 2022, then 50. Then they had four 75 basis point hikes in a row, then a 50, and now a 25. So nice build up into 75 basis point pace, then a cool down. Uh, now we're at a 25 basis point pace. So uh, almost as if this was... <laughs> Almost as if the Fed knows what they're doing. But all along, if you guys have been following my content, they are simply following the market. Let's go back to this chart here. So stocks are selling off now down roughly half a percent. But what I, what, what I want to do is pull up the 10-year with a few other rates. Apologize for any skipping of the audio. This happens when I mess around with the tabs here, but okay, let's pull these up. Fed funds lower, Fed funds upper. This is not going to have the most recent hike in there yet, but it will. As you can see, the two years under the current range still, and they have raised this range here up to, let me get a line up here, this line. So the two years dramatically underneath it. And actually, if we zoom out here, you can see kind of the nice smooth path that they took. Uh, but the yields aren't listening. The 10-year is down at 3.48%. Even though the Fed funds rate range, range and the reverse repo rate and the interest on excess reserves, all of those are up there within that target range for the Fed Reserve, yet the 10-year is down Almost, that would be more than a full percentage point below the target range. Um, so that means, to me, 
is that the Fed is not in control, even though that they have done this nice, smooth ramp up and now tapering off of their hikes. The market just does what the market is going to do. Okay, the Fed raised underneath this, as you can see, it didn't matter if back here, you know, in the middle of last year, they raised rates because rates were much higher than the Fed funds range. Uh, then it slowly started creeping up. And then in about November is when the 10-year decided, uh, I'm not going to play this game anymore and came down. So anyway, let's read through this statement. So this is a Federal Reserve FOMC statement for today. Recent indicators point to modest growth in spending and production. Job gains have been robust in recent months, and the unemployment rate has remained low. Inflation has eased somewhat, but remains elevated. So two points here. Also, if you listen to my content, the employment data is a little bit murky because there is the establishment and the household, and they do not agree, those two surveys. The household survey shows millions, probably over 2 million jobs difference from the establishment survey. So um, that is a point of discrepancy. It would be as if we had CPI and PCE, the two kind of measure the inf, quote unquote inflation measures. They're the price indices. If they differ dramatically, that's what we have with the two different employment surveys. Now it says here, inflation has eased somewhat, but remains elevated. Again, what period of this these price indices are you looking at? E even if you go and look at quarter on quarter, it's under 2%. If you look at the last six months annualized, it would be under 2%. You have to go out to a year-on-year -year measure to see any sort of elevated inflation readings or price readings. So pretty much the cause for these rate hikes, which was the inflation, has ceased. It has ceased. So it's baked into the cake that they were going to slow and eventually complete a pivot. They have been pivoting. A lot of times people say, oh, when did a pivot uh, become just changing their direction? Well, that's what a pivot is, okay? I'm going in this direction, and then I pivot, and I go in a new direction. So going from 75 to 50 is a pivot, 50 to 25 is a pivot, and 25 to zero will be a pivot, but it's it's a slow motion, complete U-turn. It will be a U-turn here. By the end of the year, they will cut rates. So, all right, let's continue with this. The Russia Russia's war against Ukraine not NATO's war against Russia, but Russia's war against Ukraine is causing tremendous human and economic hardship and is contributing to elevated global uncertainty. The committee is highly attentive to inflation risks. The committee seeks to achieve maximum employment and, and inflation at the rate of 2% over the longer run. In support of these goals, the committee decided to raise the target range for the Fed funds rate to 45 to 4 and 3 quarters percent. The committee anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. So that is an interesting part of the statement. They anticipate ongoing increases, so they are not signaling that this is the end. Uh, perhaps markets were disappointed. We saw that markets were selling off a little bit initially. Perhaps they were disappointed uh, with this language, the ongoing increases. They probably wanted to say, we will pause here and reassess, which is what the Canadian Central Bank said 
a couple weeks ago. They're a couple weeks ahead of the Fed's meetings, and they went to 25, but the language they used was, we think there will be a pause here. Um, so they didn't use that language from the Fed. In determining the extent of future increases in the target range, the committee will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation, and economic and financial developments. That's the same boilerplate that they've used for the last few months. Um, in addition, the committee will continue reducing its holdings of Treasury securities. Okay, so they'll continue with QE. That's also boilerplate. Uh, the rest is nothing new. So uh, very interesting. Let's go back and look at markets. Let's look at a 15-minute chart. This is for the 10-year. You can see the 10-year initially rose above 3.5%, and now it's back below at 3.47%. Let's take a look at S&P 500, and then we'll get to Bitcoin. So now the S&P 500 is once again green. I think it might be sinking in that this is the end, but we'll see that language of ongoing um, ongoing rate increases could affect how people are interpreting this. How about the dollar? Initially, the dollar rallied, but it has lost all of its gains. And now to what we care about most here on this show is Bitcoin. And you can see kind of a what did we used to call these? Darth Maul, but it is, it's green. So it's not really a Darth Maul candle, but um, huge wick to the upside up to 23,200, huge wick to the downside down to 22,900. And right now we're sitting still right around 23,000. So very, very interesting uh, that there has been really no market reaction one way or the other. That tells you that a lot of this stuff is priced in. And let me go to the uh, CME. I'll share this screen. So as I've been saying, the Fed follows the market, right? And we talked about this CME tool quite a bit in the past. This is the FedWatch tool from the CME. It tells you what the market is pricing for these uh, hikes. And just before, I mean, yesterday I talked about it, it was at 99%. Now, it, right minutes before the release, it was at 98.7% that it was going to be a 25 basis point hike. So the market priced this in. The Fed did not, uh, you know, surprise the market with anything. So uh, that is basically means it was priced in. Now, how does this affect uh, stocks and stuff going forward? Look, I think stocks have been, stocks and Bitcoin have been uh, suppressed all of pretty much 2022, especially the last half of 2022 by this hawkish Fed, psychologically beating up the market. You know, they constantly talked about, oh, we're going to be super, super uh, tight. We're going to destroy demand. We're going to kneecap demand, yada, yada, yada. And stocks held. They held on. I've gone back in the past and looked at the chart, long-term chart. From June to the end of the year, it was basically flat. Of course, there was volatility in there, but it was right around the same price level at the end of the year that it was at in, in June. So despite all of this hawkish talk from the Fed, the U.S. economy, stocks uh, specifically, really held up well. And on top of that, stocks have broken things like the 200-day moving average, the downward sloping trend line that was uh, provided a lot of resistance. Then there's a golden cross coming in. So there's lots of uh, daily indicators, technical indicators that are showing that this, uh, that 
stocks are ready to rally. So by not having a hawkish surprise here, I think by the end of the day and maybe into the rest of the week, the market will digest this and be like, well, hey, this is really bullish, actually. They're at 25. They're probably done, most likely. So that's that's where we're going to leave it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this real quick live stream of the FOMC rate decision. Powell is going to be talking here in about 15 minutes, but um, I will not be hanging out for that long. I will be on the Telegram making live commentary. So if you guys want to join me over on Telegram, if you're watching this on Twitter or if you're watching this on YouTube, check out t.me for slash Bitcoin and Markets. Also check out the website, bitcoinandmarkets.com. You know, sign up for the free tier. Sign up to become a paid member to support this content. Uh, appreciate everybody that supports the show. Well, thanks for joining me, guys. I, I do this on a weekday basis. Uh, so check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribed. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Ansel Lindner and check out the telegram t.me forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.